Welcome to A Word From The Wise, the podcast from Solwise, where we talk about products, news or anything that you might be interested in within the industry. We do these on Spotify, Amazon Music or anywhere where you get your podcasts from. Or if you prefer to see us, you can uh, scare yourself and go and watch us over on YouTube and enjoy today's podcast. Hello, welcome to A Word From The Wise. Today we are going to talk about marine antennas from pointing. Um, these are going to be more the general marine antennas. So we have done a high-end marine antennas podcast. So if you're interested in things for your ship um, or uh, your ferry or something like that, then uh, check out our other podcast. We'll put a link to that in the notes. This one is going to be about if you've got a narrow boat, a barge, um, a, a, a smaller yacht that you keep in uh, a marina around the coast somewhere. It's not really likely to be for massive ocean going type boats. At least not on its own. Not on its own, no. It, may, it might be that you'd maybe have a couple of these on a, on a larger yacht perhaps, um, but generally you'll find they might look at something different anyway. So we're going to go through those and then uh, we'll see where that takes us. Mm -hmm. So we could start with inland uh, boats to start with. Yeah. Like canal boats. We've, we've done a lot with those over the years. But the mo you know, I wrote an article once for Narrowboat Monthly. My mum was so proud. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. it, it was a long time ago, <laughs> that. Yeah. It's, uh, it must be about 15 years ago. I can't remember what that was. We didn't even do marine antennas then. I wasn't even born, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>, shut <laughs> up. Um, so for something like that, it tend to be similar to the motorhome stuff we've done and caravan stuff. Yeah, a, a lot of the same antennas um, because they... They're kind of antennas that can be good on moving vehicles and they're often low profile. So stuff like the the Mimo 3 range, uh, the Pucks, they all work on them. Yeah. And even some antennas that aren't specifically designed as marine antennas, so stuff like the X-Pole 1s. Yeah, so I've got good. an X-Pole 1 here and this is one... We know we sell a lot of these to the canal boat people only because they contact us, don't they, when they hit a low bridge yeah, and they the break water. it yeah. and, they, and, they, and they want a new cover for it. We don't sell spare covers, I'm afraid. So if you do break it on a low bridge, then uh, you have to buy a new one. But yeah, thankfully, they're, they're actually quite budget friendly, these, aren't they? they? Are, they're not dear. So you want to be careful about where you mount it. Yeah. But, uh, if you mount it somewhere good, then it can still work completely fine as well as it would. Yeah. Inland, yeah, and and depending on how you're using it on your narrowboat, you, these can be mounted using suction cups through the back, or yeah. they can be permanently mounted. So, yeah. so if you are constantly going through low bridge areas, the suction cup option might actually be better, mightn't it? Mm. Or putting it on a pole that you can bring mm. down. But uh, so whilst this wouldn't be, it's not actually on our marine antenna page. It is something that inland waterway people do use and it is ip65 so it's not like it's, it's maybe we should put it on the marine page but yeah it's, it's not fairly resistant yeah, yeah. So, so that's the x-pole one we do two versions of that don't we there's the 21 and the 41 yeah the 21 is for two by two devices so it's got two antennas embedded within it and two cables coming out yeah and then four by four 
as you can probably figure out the X it's, it's for the four by four uh routers so it's got four cables coming out of it so you could use that with something like the teltonic to uh, rotex 50 for instance yeah the 5g router and these are 5g antennas these 5G well, ready, yeah, so. yeah. Um, and if you're listening rather than watching it is actually only a, a, a it's quite a small antenna if you think about it if you think obviously i've got a lady's hand and it's when i spread my hand out if you're watching then but if you listen if i spread my hand out it's about that sort of size mm -hmm. square it's it's actually quite a neat antenna isn't it comes with a five meter cable um, and it's probably i would say our best selling antenna has been for a long time as well if the 4g version was a massive seller wasn't it yeah the old equivalent yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on from there the ones that we do list as um marine antennas we've got the um the your standard omnis where you'd, you'd maybe need two so we do a, a short omni and a long omni mm. i don't know if you want to tell us perhaps the difference between something like the 404 which is the short omni and then we have the the uh, the 291 the 493 and so on they're the longer version yeah for, for them the difference is obviously they're, they're similar in that they're they're single stream so for a typical two by two 4g router which is probably about the standard nowadays you want to get two of them yeah um these little ones don't come with a cable either do they so no but that's softened by design because some people can get cables of whatever length they need yeah um but yeah that they're they're good little antennas the, the difference in length it, well there's no inherent difference in the length but the different shape of the uh the pattern within basically indicates how strong it's going to be. So obviously the, a lot of the taller ones are stronger than this one, but this one is still perfectly fine, fairly inexpensive model that you can just put up if you've got just not, not any particular big needs yeah, and just need a, a reliable mobile connection. And they've still got that really good pointing quality feel about them, haven't they? Yeah, it's that, inexpensive, it's not cheap at all. Yeah, yeah, it's, it doesn't feel cheap, does it? You think no. they're just, that is a, um, feels like a quality plastic, <laughs> for want of a better expression. Yeah. But, uh, and these, so that's a, and it's shiny, where these ones are a bit more matte. I don't know if that particularly makes a difference, but uh, the, the longer one is a, is a the matte look. But uh, this one looks a bit wet paintish, doesn't it? But mm. the smaller one. But, uh, but still a, a high, still a high quality antenna from those. So I remember rightly, we did some training for um, uh, mounting antennas and so on. And uh, when you're putting them on a boat, they have to be mounted a certain way apart, don't they, from each other? Yeah, they, they want to be at least about 60 centimetres or so apart from each other. Yeah. Is that so they don't cause interference to each yeah, other? Basically, yeah, basically, it's because yeah. they can interfere with each other's... Uh, beams that they're sending out yeah um so you, yeah you can put them fairly far apart if if you want to um, so 60 is the minimum as opposed minimum. to the There's, specific i don't know if there is a set maximum you yeah. don't want them absurdly too far apart because the cables will be too long yes, um, yeah um and you, you want to keep the cables fairly short if possible yeah um and i suppose if you're on a boat you need to be mindful of rock don't you from the sea yeah well that's the sea why is not flat. All, all, all these antennas they don't have too high of a gain yeah um i think the maximum probably gets to about six or so yeah so if you go to a too high gain 
and then if it's a marine antenna on a boat that's going to be out at sea and it's going to be rocking with waves this the big this beam it goes out instead of being like this if, yeah. if you're watching on video yeah it'd be closer to this so what daniel's doing there is he's holding his hands like in, a, a, in a shape of a triangle cone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so how wide it's going to be is, is whether it's i suppose if it sees the shoreline which is obviously yeah, exactly. where it's going to get so the signal if, from if, if it's a high really high gain antenna even though you'd think oh it's high gain so it's going to get a strong signal and then it's a thinner better, signal isn't it it's going to if it's you're in a rocky water or even not particularly rocky just normal normal out at sea yeah um it's liable to just losing its ability to see the signal quite frequently it can drop in and out and just not be very very useful at all whereas a lower gain antenna even though you think it's lower gain so the signal's not as strong yeah it can reliably maintain that signal consistently even, yeah. even if it's rocking about quite a lot yeah and, lot, and lot these antennas high. really we're thinking about for your smaller yacht that's not going to be in the middle of the ocean it's going yeah. to be nearer to to get the signal from the from the coastline anyway yeah, isn't so, it yeah. we did some years back um, it was just pre-covid there was a yacht called yacht nova and they tested a couple of these mm. um so that one i mean probably just at the beginning of your time with us um, they tested, they bought themselves actually an X-Pole 1 um, and they found it was all right but obviously as we know it's not full on marine grade so it wasn't right for, it didn't have the salt water um, resistance. Yeah, all that type yeah. of thing. And so they actually had one of these which is the 402 and um, and it, but it was bigger than they wanted for their size of their yacht. However, they, they, they took it and they, and they tried it and they found it worked pretty well for them, is mm. what they found. I, I think it might be worth us getting back in touch with them and seeing if something like a couple of these might be better off. It, you know, if they've still got Yacht Nova, that would be quite cool. Yeah. To give a couple of these, um, the little ones, the 404 and the 403 a go, and see if that works better for their size of yacht and if they might get a better uh, result from it. Um, we'll put a link to their blog in the show notes because I think that might be quite interesting for people to read, a real life experience yeah. of people on a yacht using these antennas. Yeah, I think they went around the UK. They did, they did a full tour around the UK and then they checked in. We, we it was, uh, there's a few on our, a few pictures that they posted on Twitter, which we retweeted and so on. But it was a really interesting to watch their journey but, um, but it's quite nice, I think, for people to see a real-world review of, uh, of these things. I mean, we can sit here and talk to all blue in the face, but we work for them. And whilst we do think they're great antennas, it's, it's whether people believe us or not, isn't it, really? But, um, but yeah, so we should maybe get in touch with them about these smaller ones and see if that does the job. They found this one was too long for their setup. However, it did the job. They also commented that they liked the quality of it and um, for want of a better expression, the marineness of it. So mm. the fact that it had that salt water protection um, and so on. Yeah. I think they quite liked the X-Pole 1 size, but it was too small. It was the previous model as well, it was only the 4G one. So be interesting to see how things have changed for them. So moving on, so that's the uh, short Omnis and the long Omnis. Then we have some flat omnis. Yeah. Just to add to the confusion. So there's a Mimo 3 and a Mimo 4. Now these we particularly we sell them into the caravan and motorhome type um, realms, I suppose. And uh, 
what we find is that uh, they sell very well in that market, don't yeah. they? But they are covered with all the marineness. Yeah, the marine so grade antennas. They, they are marine grade antennas. So we've got the marine, the Mimo three, which is um, almost like a shark fin, isn't it? We do these yeah. in black and white. The long ones we only do in white, but the uh, these flatter ones we do in in black and white. Um, we do these in a bunch of different. Levels there's, there's a, yeah, there's a few different models within the range. Um, so I believe is this one a Mimo three? It was good triple. So this has got five, five antennas yeah. on it. Yeah. So this is a five in one. So it's got two mobile antennas within it, two Wi-Fi, and one GPS with a cable coming out for each one. Yeah. So it's it. They can be quite multi-purpose. They're not just mobile antennas although there is one that is just mobile antenna if that's all you're interested in from a marine point of view though the mounting is going to be a bit difficult i think if you've it got say something on an inland one, waterway yeah on your barge or your narrowboat it might not be so bad because you they often have a flat roof don't they but yeah this this one is designed mainly to just be spigot mounted on top of like a flat surface going yeah. So you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to put it on a mast, no, would you? It's um, not really ideal. There for is that. an option to have a magnetic mount come with it. That's like a mount you can buy. Um, but even that, that's not going to make it too much more versatile than the spigot. Um, but then there is also the Mimo 4, which is very, very similar in terms of specs um, for the most part. But it is different. It's it's ultra wideband, so it's covering bands up to six thousand megahertz, which is basically not even really in use at the moment. It's it's going to be in the future, so it's future proofed. So that's got a speaker mount as well. It does, it, but it's it's a bit like the pucks that we were talking about, where it's got lots of different versatile mounting options. Um, so along with the speaker mount and the magnetic mount and stuff like the Mimo three range. Uh, it's also got pole and wall and rail mounting. And this is a bit bigger than the uh, the it's standard. It's like a slightly puck bigger puck, but yeah. it's still smaller than the Mimo three range. Um, well, when you say slightly, well, <laughs> it's quite actually. When you look, at, I know I know where you were coming from, but if you're watching, bigger, you'll see the difference. Still not a big antenna on its own. Just the pucks are just that small. Yeah, quite teeny tiny these little pucks, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Pucks, yeah. But yeah, obviously still not a big antenna, still yeah. quite small. I suppose when you look at that from a handprint point of view, yeah. I think the benefit of these though is that they, they could be pole mounted on your boat of some, whatever boat you've yeah, got. Yeah, they that could be, be much easier. easier. To you mount. can yeah. put them on the mast or something like that. Uh, they all come with five meter cable. I think the the smaller pups come with two meters, don't they? Yeah. These bigger ones are five meters. Um, have you got any thoughts on uh, which routers that they could use them with? I mean, they come with a SMA connectors, don't they? So you could and use them all, on any router, yeah, they surely. They all come with SMA, yeah. so they all work with any of the routers we do, the teltonic ones. Yeah. Um, and I guess, I suppose it depends on <clears throat> what you're going to use them for. So the Mimo 4, like the Mimo 3 range I mentioned, you've got different varieties. Some come with just mobile antennas and mobile cables coming out of them. And then some also have Wi-Fi and GPS facilities. Yeah. So it just depends on what your router has and if you're planning to make use of it. So like you could have 
a Rutex 14, which has four mobile, I believe, two Wi-Fi. Yeah. But if you're not planning to use Wi-Fi outside the boat coming from the antenna, you don't need to get the Wi-Fi side of things. You can just leave them unused and only use the mobile. Yeah. Or just get the version of this that only has mobile antennas. I suppose a lot of it depends on what sort of uh, marinas you go to. Yeah. If it, well, what the marinas offer. So if the marina does offer Wi-Fi, um, then having the Wi-Fi option there is is worthwhile, isn't it? Mm. But um, if you're going to be slightly out at sea and just relying on the 4G, then it's kind of overkill really, isn't it? So it might actually just be a waste of money, mm. save you money and just get the one that does the 4G and 5G. So I think that's about it really then for the marine antennas. There's not really too much more to it. It's just about it being a different type of vehicle that it's on. Um, but if anyone has any questions, by all means, email us, give us a call um, and we'll happily answer any questions that you might have. If anyone's got any ideas on other marine type um, antenna things we can discuss, mm. that, you know, that we might not have thought about, then absolutely get in touch and we'll be happy to talk about that. So thank you very much and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for either watching or listening to today's podcast. If you've got any ideas, pop us an email over to sales at solwise.co.uk um, and we will see you next time.